Steve. Yeah. Do you get cold at night? I do occasionally get cold at night, yeah. 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 Bit of a throwback as we go into the depths of winter and mm. frost. This week's show is sponsored by the Humble Water Bottle. Ah. Oh. I'll be honest, I thought you were going to say Lecky Blanket. You're joking, aren't you? I thought you were going to say Lecky Blanket. Let me no. I bought them. Lecky Blanket? Lecky Blankets because of the, uh, the energy. I'm going, they're plugged in all night, love. Was the energy saving on that? But apparently, the water bottle. She's seen it on this morning. Oh, no. She's seen it on this morning. There's nothing better than when you were a kid going to sleep with the smell of burn and rubber. Stoping <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't. It's like, have you got heated seats? You're an executive like myself. In your car? No. Have you not got the water? Just the double up on the undies. <laughs> What's I on the show? What's on the show? Clammy. All I'm saying is, yeah, very clammy in the buttock area. After heated seats, heated about five seats. minutes. About five minutes, and it's enough. It's uh, enough. Yeah, I've had them, and they do get very, very hot. Yeah, do you like a hot uh, bottom. Yeah, hot bum. That's how I, I introduced it when, when the kids get in the car. Hot bum. Who wants hot bum? Hot bum. Does and they all go, yeah, can I have a hot bum? Wow. It's on the front seat, in it. Back seat. You don't get hot bum back seat. You don't. Um, do you want to know what's on the show today? Well, what's potentially on potentially, the show? Potentially. Here we are. The potential for today's show is, well, I'm hoping that Jamie will give me a brief update on I'm a Celebrity. Got that. I'm still boycotting the programme this year. I saw a little bit. Tell us what's on the show. Yeah, no, okay. Um, after, ja- uh, yeah, after Jamie, that's my colleague over here, um, watched an inspirational film, I think it's fair to say, this week, didn't you? You watched an inspirational oh, film? Oh, fantastic. But we'll be talking about jobs we blagged our way into, but, but it's your favourite film of the year. You even, I, I really enjoyed it. where you posted on Facebook. The Phantom of the it. Open. Oh, well, you've ruined it now, haven't you? I was no, building up. I, just, I was doing the classic radio. See, everyone at home then starts guessing. It's like when you on radio, you don't introduce the song that's coming up next. You'll say, and a classic from the 80s next by one of the biggest boy bands of the decade. You say something like that, and right. everyone starts going, oh, nice. They and don't. They start quiz. They don't. And I teased it up by then. They don't. You've ruined it, I don't say. They, they do. They do. We will hopefully get to discuss what we um, what we hope to discuss last week. That's and the week before. That. And the week before, which is things we've grown into, not claws, but other things. Uh, plus this week's Christmas animal is... A polar bear. Yeah, we're doing that as well, aren't you? Uh, plus oh. the usual features, a royal proclamation. What's trending? Rockabye baby. Have you got a rockabye baby? I've got a rockabye baby. Rock-a-bye, hey, I've got a good one this week. Forecaster. But right now, Jamie, you look like you're in the right mood. Well, Steve, I was in a, I'm in a jolly mood now because I've got my Christmas jumper on. Do you like it? I am. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. Um, so, I'm wondering whether I should get a B&M. Do the B&M do? They're all doing them. This it's is nice from home, home Bargains. Mm. 12 quid. It was a crime to leave it on the shelf. But let me tell colours. you about my complaint. Yeah, go on. So after the weekend of what was the last of the normal gigs as we go into the festive period now. Okay. We had two, um, two really weird but ended up being fantastic gigs at the weekend. Yeah, well, I, I, did a, did one, I did a social yeah. club, which is a Catholic club, and they, they told us we couldn't go on. Until the bingo. Ooh. And they did proper, I mean, I mean proper, and I've never seen it's that. Serious, uh, the whole room Mate. silenced. It's oh. a good thing, though, isn't it? I did that quite recently at some club, and it, it's a brilliant idea because it just gets everyone silenced. Do it the comedy. Oh, mate, 25 quid, you could have heard a pin drop. Two little really? ducks, crack, 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 yeah. legs 11. Uh, mate, it was all over the place. And then someone got 25 quid, big cheer, big cheer from the table at one. Yeah. And everyone else hated them. 
Really? So I'd had all that sort of stuff, and then I was feeling really good about myself, and then I thought, right, I'm going to launch myself into the festive period, got the lights up, got the trees up, and the amount of people, including you, yeah. who need to know better, yeah. like no, the no, Christmas no, Grinch, no, 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 are going too early. Too My early. complaint this week too is the people... Do you know what? Mm. Say nothing. Just say, just say, just don't get involved then. Because I'll, I wasn't the first on the street, by the way. Fella at the end was the first on the street. Then next door but one, they put their tree up. But you dooming gloomers. And do you know what you are as well, Steve? You're in Panto. You're going to Vierce. You're a profiteer. <laughs> you're a Christmas profiteer. So don't even come I'm around not, saying, to, you actually, you commented too early. I don't mind you prepping for Christmas. You're That's a, what I'm technically doing with the panto rehearsals, isn't it? I'm prepping. Profiteering. Third of December. Profiteering. First of December. Anything from oh. the first of December is absolutely fine. I've got a neighbour who put their lights up uh, too soon, like you said. Not I can't, too soon. Can I just, in my own defence, and this is what I get. This is why I could never be you, Jamie. This is why I could never be you. I have a daughter with a birthday on the twenty fifth tomorrow. Right. My daughter's fifteen tomorrow. The youngest one. Right. I can't. From being a small child, since you've been able to acknowledge what's going on in life, we are not allowed to put any Christmas decorations because it's all about her until at least after the weekend. So you're talking 25th is a birthday, 26, 27, we keep the cards up. You've got to keep the cards up for virtually a week. Oh, so we're talking gone. about there's no way I could possibly celebrate but you don't because mind. I don't want to be upstaging. You don't mind taking money off the public, do you? Pre-booking, you know what? It, what we are pre-booking. We pre-book a full twelve. Can I just say we pre-book a full twelve months in advance? If you want the really good seats, do you know, if you had the opportunity, you would have been in the VIP PPE lane. I couldn't get it out, could I? Is it penguin this week? We did that last week. Go on. Anyway, I'm just. Funny enough, I had a bit of a Grinch this morning. Did you? Only related to that last week, and I don't know what. Last week, your gripe was with drivers. Well, sorry, with lights on motorways, was it? Yeah. And there's a sign as I... I always see signs, don't I, when I'm driving here. Have you noticed that? A lot of these podcasts, I bring it... But there's, it's because there's one temporary one, you know, that flashes up things like, you know, always wear your seatbelt. And there's a road one there. It's got a most random thing, like... Is this as you've been coming up the hill? Yeah, it off changes, the motorway, yeah. you know what I mean? You yeah, know the one I mean, I don't know, you? Yeah. At the moment, it's saying... It's, it's, they try to make it like... A little jolly, little jolly poem, don't they? And it says, uh, "Is it darker nights? Use your lights." Oh, and really? you're going, "All oh, right, who, who is not doing? Who's not driving with you the know, lights is it, on?" Exactly. Is it busy roads? It says, "Busy roads, darker nights. Use your lights." I'm thinking, who's going? All oh, right, I will. Oh, good job they put that on. I bet you on Friday they'll say if England win that'll change that it's coming home. Oh, they right. change oh, it all okay. the time. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll change later on. But it reminded me of other things that people say. You know, sayings that people do all the time, and it's just just not needed. The classic one is, "All right, well, where will we going now? Right, drive carefully. Yeah. Drive. All right." All right, because I was just going to go in the car and just Reckless. wobble the wheel from side to side and swerve around. But I'm glad you put that little thought in my head that I should drive mm. carefully. It's a bit like the sign on the M6. It's always the M6 on a Friday when you're actually at a standstill and the sign says congestion. You think, really? <laughs> really? I, I, I'm in it. I had a better one the other day. I was driving down the M6, right? Uh, no, I wasn't actually. I was waiting for someone who was driving down there. I'd agreed. It was your gig. 
This is your gig oh, on yes, Sunday. That you the were reason late for. I can actually now officially tell you now you're not as stressed and worrying where I am. I'm supposed to turn up to your gig at what time? Two. Two o'clock. Because you were on stage it, at, at three. Yeah. Um, it gets, I left the house at good time. I left the house at two o'clock. Two o'clock. Yeah. Left the house at two o'clock. Um, and we're supposed to be dropping, the reason that's later is I'm dropping my daughter off. She's meeting some friends who are doing a gig in Ellesmere Port. Anyway, by the way, their messages say, right, we're at Junction 29. We're at Junction 29. I'm like, right, okay, well, I'll pull in at Charlotte Richards Services. Granted, I forgot to do that because I was in just in, I was going through my panto script to realise I'm passing the entrance. Unbelievable. So I pulled up, but yeah, but better for you because I pulled off at, at Standish. I'm waiting in the lay-by on the hard shoulder, in fact, just to the turn-off at Standish. And this, bear in mind, they just phoned us half an hour later. I phoned up, where are you? We're at 29. I said, you were at 29 half an hour ago. Yeah, there's a hold up. And then I look at the tra- the traffic. As I then, I see that, it must have been that same sign. That same sign. I look at it and it's got hold ups on the, uh, de- expect delays, 29 to 28. I'm at 28. Right. No, what I'm saying is, why put the delay sign after Ahead. the event? <laughs> Just to let you know what you've been through. Thank you. Anyway, that's my apology. Hey, and, uh, and I do apologise. I do apologise. A big day in the calendar yesterday. You may have seen notice, Steve. I put this on the sheet at the bottom there, but it was it was a big day for uh, the Thames Valley. People of Thames Valley that the official... That. What, what? Oh, the, what, the, yeah. The hosepipe <laughs> ban has now ended. Really? <laughs> Really, so those people, Thames Valley, they've actually announced the water, uh, the water ban is now ended. Like, should we get off with a bit of music? Yeah. Okay, should we do music early and let you do Rockabye? I wanted to, because we're early today. Yeah, go on. I, I got up at half we'll six to do this today. I know. We, we, half six. Lively, though, because you? I had to prep the room and it takes, I wake up. Half six? Yeah. Well, I have to set the room up. Set all the gear. You just turn up, don't you? But, yeah. I know, but my face takes two hours because we oh, record man. in HD. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> it is. Oh, anyway. We're actually closer in age than you think. Uh, uh, I've got a good one right. this week. Have you got a right good one? I've got a good one. Are, are the public listening to it first? Uh, I will. Because you let's tease it. This is for you guys. So there's a little... It's just in the background there, just teasing for the uh, the people at home. Right. But I'm going to give you the headphones. Okay. Right, here it goes. And I'm going to wrap around your oh. mic now. Right. Right. Let me know when you're on. Are you on? Okay, go. Okay, here we go, Steve. Go on. Can you get... <laughs> it's um, it's from it's the year two. Shade, it? It's well, a, it's M&M, isn't it? It is. It's it is M&M. But uh, I can't. Well, from the two, oh, hang on, just ban my microphone. Uh, uh, year two thousand. It's the fact it's M&M. It's the most M&M. inappropriate play music it. to be playing just play for it in the child, background there. It? Yeah. Go on. Are you going to get uh, it? Ah. Oh. November two thousand one. Critically acclaimed number one hit in twelve countries. Oh. I can see. I'm sick. I'm fair. This is the first one I've not, not fully. I know. It's one. Ah. The, the beauty of this one is, is that the title's really obscure, is it? Well, it's because we've done it. It's so opposite in its delivery. Yeah, this is what I said the best when you did um, the was it ACDC? Go or on, try and get it. I'm going to um, give you a couple of seconds. 
oh, I can't people at home are screaming at you Steve shall I give it you you're gonna have to Stan by Eminem featuring Dido I said it was random I said I don't think I would have ever got that no Stan oh good one that is a good that's the first that's the first one you've not got I know first one you've not got I just didn't know the title of the song there you go Oh, that's a killer. Oh, what's it with that? Over that's to that, you, that, Steve. That, that. Over to you. Glad um, I've done you there. Well, do you want to do me a proclamation? Yes, because we've missed that right, for okay, a long time. It, yeah, and you're going to like this one. Oh, go on. You've got, no, well, let me, let me jingle. Oh, let me jingle. I need me jingle. <laughs> go on, Steve. <laughs> what is it? Well, Jim, I'd just like to proclaim that I've been nominated for an award. Oh, I can't believe it. I wrote it on the sheet early on as well. <laughs> did I just didn't want it. I didn't get it on your sheet that I sent you yesterday. <laughs> but I thought, oh, God. Here we you go. You need to. I was never not going to let Tell it, people. Um, I've been nominated for a Northwest Comedian of the Year. Comedy. Just a Northwest Comedy Award, isn't the it? The Northwest what, Comedy Award. Like. I've never seen one before. I'll be... It's perfectly honest. Yeah. I opened an email, random email. It didn't say, I've never, I've still not got an email saying, hey, congratulations, you got nominated. I just got a list and it said, would you like to vote in the Northwest Comedy Awards? And occasionally we get these little in groups, little comedians groups, and I kind of go, oh, whatever. Because I don't get a look in. And I just thought, and I'm not bitter about that. I am bitter. But I just thought, well, I'll look through, see, and I, I started at the top, best comedy, comedy acts, and I'm going, oh, oh, I read names. it. So, uh, here we go. Who's it? Never heard of them. Best newcomer? Never heard of them. Don't know her. Don't know him. Don't know that. What? And there's my name. Fourth on a list of um, so alternative, four alternative comedy. I Alt- am alternative. I'm an alternative to laughing is the way I look at it. Alternative. <laughs> they've got, they've, they've, I finally got, what I'm saying is I finally got nominated for a award because they put in a category that caters for the unique, not unique, four of us. There's four acts. People <laughs> who use four gimmicks. Names. No, I wouldn't put it like that. Cheat Jamie. sticks. I wouldn't say, you know. Props. For, no, you yeah, because there's musical acts in there. Props, music, any, anything other than actual jokes. Cheap laughs. People who don't spend all day long thinking... People who acknowledge that all you need to do is pull faces and juggle. If you all learnt to juggle, you could all you could be in a Honestly, yeah, I reckon you, four or five years from now, well, ten years from now, you, you could be in my position now as telling me about the award that you've been nominated for. To you just t- learn to. No. I'll teach you to juggle, Jamie. That's reckon, what I need to do. Do you reckon you could teach me to juggle? We should do it. We should do a special one-off. You know, juggle. Are you, you know what? Where I in teach all, you to juggle. In all the years learned? we've known each other, you've never gone here, yeah. whole lot, and go one, two, two. You've never. Well, why would I want competition? Well, if I had given taught you to juggle by now, Jamie, you're the only time you I might have been fifth the on that list. The only time <laughs> I've held your clubs, yeah, it's when you've when I was carrying your bloody bag on tour. You supported me, and that was your job. And you're supporting me next year. And I'm supporting you next year. That's awkward. Well, I'm not... Anyway, congratulations, I'm a guest friend for the night. Mate. Guest mate. I'm I'm your guest mate, sorry. Guest Um, mate for the night. So, When's the uh, final? The final is when I'm away. 
I was hoping you'd go and collect the award Not a for chance. If, assuming not a award, chance. You know. Uh, well, you're not. We're not just going. No. Congratulations, though. I need to think of, a, of an alternative way of collecting it. That's what an alternative comedian would do. Yes. So I'm not going to be there in person. You can do a video. I think I'll just send you. I, I tell you what, we could just send someone in a big, you know, just some big, so no one knows who it actually is. You know, you know, a big, like a mascot. Oh, yeah. Just get them to just get up. Have them sat there all night with the mascot costume on. I find someone very vulnerable <laughs> to do that, wouldn't I? Forget that. I'm we'll liking it. That. I'm liking it. Anyway, what's trending, Jim? What's trending? Well, trending this week, Steve. Oh, hang on. What's trending? I'll tell you what's trending, Steve. Three items trending yeah. in this week's list. Pick from the, you know, the top <coughs> 30. We have got, in no particular order, well, you just pick one, Steve. FIFA World Cup number one. Ketchup, number two. Number three, John Hartson. John Hartson? I know, yeah. It's to do with the uh, oh, commentary. Well, well, well. People can't help oh, but go uh, have a go with the co-commentators on the... You know, the I love John Hartson. No matter who's playing, people have always got something to say about the yeah. commentators. So uh, it was trending because people were sort of, I don't know, well, cause of his moaning. Passion for Wales? Yeah, just saying he's not a good... Uh, I've had dinner I'll with John a few I'll times. I've got three. John Hartson. It is John Hartson. Oh, let's discuss yeah. it. He's a lovely fella. He's a lovely but I saw him the other week, actually. I did warm-up on uh, when I was doing the warm-ups on Question of Sport. Yes. And he, he remembered me because I'd given me a lift to the train station once. Did you? Yeah. I spent uh, many, nice many an evening in John's company. He's a nice guy. But it is. Could you ever commentated on football? Have I ever? Or I, any sporting event. It's, it's harder than people I've think. I've done live. I've done live, um, you know, at the match. Really? Yeah, charity match. And had to be, and it's the hardest thing. Every time I do these, char- I do these charity matches quite often. And there's a guy, Stephen Law, lovely lad, who used to, uh, still does work on BBC Radio Lancashire. He kept his job um, <laughs> during the pandemic, mainly because he's an expert on gardening as well. Hey, need any gardening tips? He's your man. Is he? Yeah. Just remember that future reference. Anyway, um, oh my face has just come up on my screen. Sorry, and uh, he does it. And he never stops talking for, well, 90, well, more than 90 minutes, because you've got a half-time entertainment as well. You've got to fill the and gaps. it's hard. It's really hard. Especially to try and just do something that's a bit original and a bit not stating the obvious. Do you know what I mean? So, uh, full full credit to John Hartson, I say. Yeah. I mean, it's... Leave uh, him alone. Yeah. I didn't, know, I didn't even know people were having a dig. And, I, and well done, Wales, can I just say. I told her last. I think it was last week. I got. I told you I'm getting excited for Wales because I'd seen the documentary about oh, it was whatever. 1958 was last time they qualified oh, yeah. for the World Cup. So I'm, no uh, one's ever mentioned that. I'll never. Yeah. Well, look, I'm not to the point where I'll be. T- I genuinely thought in England. I I couldn't watch a match because I'm in rehearsals. And oh, I'm yeah. not kidding. Do you know when them moments were? So I'm in rehearsals and I had it on the, a laptop at the side of the rehearsal room. And it'd be like, right, Steve, you're you're on. And so I go and get, do go through my lines. I go back. There'll be another goal scored. I never wait, I never saw one, six, eight goals if you include theirs. Yeah, I eight goals. I missed every single one because it just timed it when I just admit. That's when I kind of think maybe it's not a World Cup for me this one. No, they, well, you get the evening ones, won't you? You get the evening ones. Ketchup as well was trending, Steve. Ketchup. I know. I think there's people like what you like that other people. What don't you like that other people do was the subject matter on. All oh, right, okay. Not a fan of ketchup myself, Steve. 
Are you not? Don't have ketchup. You see, I used to be addicted. At the point was, there used to be a joke in our house. He'd, he'd even have it on cornflakes. And would you? And I, 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 I have... I have had ketchup on cornflakes. That's the more, I mean, I was a radical youth at the time, but I used to, <coughs> generally, I would eat everything. Roast dinner, I would put ketchup on a roast dinner. Oh, yeah. I've got better. I have got better, which slots nicely into the piece that we've been trying to get out of this podcast for weeks now. Go on. Things that you've grown into. Oh. I suppose that's technically something I've grown out of. I've grown out of ketchup on everything. And what have you replaced it with? And I've replaced it with trifle. Trifle? I've not had a trifle in years. Right. And when you last had a trifle, then you said you had a trifle. Was it a pleasant experience? Was it something... Does it bring back fond memories of, of childhood? Me because for me, it doesn't. Of me nan? I've got two... Me nan always made a trifle. Right, well, my mum, she was a domestic science teacher, wasn't she? So She was a what? A domestic science teacher. Cook. Cooking. Yeah, say cooking. it properly. She taught cooking. Yeah. Right? Cooking. When, cooking. Not cooking. Cooking. Well. Cook. Are you a cook? Cook. Poorly or poorly? Poorly. Oh, wow. What, what are you doing with your double O's, you? What do you mean? What are you going Cook, poorly? Cook, poorly. Yeah, exactly. You've got to keep it. You've got to maintain. Poorly. Well, exactly. That's my point. You've got to maintain. What, are you a poorly? If you're going for a... If you're going cook, book. Yeah. Right? Then you've got to go poorly. Because you've got the double tuck. O. Tuck. As in a tuck that. Yeah, took it. Tuck it in. And you didn't tuck Say it? Say exactly the same, both. Tuck it in, tuck that. Nah, it's the same. Me, I'm constant. I'm constant. Give me them all. Book. Cook. Look. <laughs> no, God. That's, that's not, as in look at something, right? Yeah. Book, cook, look. How would you say look for lucky star? Good. Pu You're going to say good. Pull it. What? That's a look. Good luck. Good luck. Lucky star. How would you say look in terms of stay? Look, just the same. I know you're not consistent at all. You can do you any anywhere, Haley and Haley. You know what I mean? Haley and Haley. You know, with an with an A or with an H or whatever. Give me another. There's others. Oh, that's the the one I always get. So people go to go. My name's Helen, and you go, oh, Ellen. No, no, it's Helen. That's what I said, Ellen. No, no, Ellen with an H. Don't make me do the H. I'm Northern. I know. It's people so who I call... Got, it's people, well, everyone's Ellen. You can't be giving me this well, E-double-L-E-N and make it any difference to H-E-double-L. Sarah's another one. Because if somebody's called Sarah, they've got a H at the end, but you never pronounce it. But if somebody hasn't got the H at the end... Sarah. They call themselves Sarah. 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 As if we've ever Sarah. announced That's what I'm doing the panto this year. You know what character have you seen? You've seen what character I am? Yeah, Silly Billy. Yeah, you see, it's, see you've made a mistake. Sarah's a good one, really, isn't it? Because eh? the H is, Sarah's just Sarah with a H on the end. But Sarah without the H, people insist on being pronounced differently. Like Sarah, the H. yeah. Sarah, Sarah. 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 Yeah, I would have thought. Well, have, the, you ever the, met, have you ever met a Sarah? A Sarah. A Sarah. 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 There'll be someone who... I keep saying... The more like, I'm saying it's Sarah, the it's, I'm getting, it's getting, this it's conversation. getting worse. How have we got onto this? Because of you. Discussing? Trifle. Trifle. Right, shall I tell me trifle story? Trifler. I'll tell you my funniest trifle story. Shall I tell me funny? This will because, be funny. Because it's called Finding Funnies. Oh, go on. Right. Oh, uh, see what you did. I did, right. I'm trying yeah, to make this amusing. Um, well, I was... I can't even remember whose party. I think it must... I think it might have been my grand's party. Right, <laughs> so we're, we're only little. No, no, it wasn't. It was yes, it was. It was my grandpa's party, but my kids were dead little, right? And 
we made, my wife makes a good trifle. This is why I've got back into trifle now. Never used to like it. I don't think it was my mum's trifle, the way she made it, anything, because I'd, I'd, I'd happily eat hers now. I put an H in there, you see what comes happily, I know. I'd happily eat it. Um, anyway, the kids were dead little, and I said, right, it's, it's Nana's birthday. We can decorate a trifle. Happy 70th, right? So put all the 70th, seven, put all the sweets. So I gave them a load of sweets, Dolly mixtures. Oh, my. Right, so they go like that, put it all on. And they spent ages doing it. I'm getting a lot of phone calls this morning. I'm very in demand. Um, so they spent ages putting all these little sweets on. Happy birthday, Nana, 70. So then, right, like that with a trifle. We're going to Nana's now, get in the car. So I put some cellar, um, cling film on Oh, yeah, 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 I, sh I should in, do. Put it on the floor of the car to be safer. You don't want it in the back, riding around the back. Right? So it's on the floor of the car, between wife's feet like that. We get to get to me Nana's, get to the big party. at 70th birthday, we walk in. Steve, have you got the trifle? You're in charge of trifle. You've got the trifle. Yeah, we've got, don't worry, Janet made the trifle. Don't worry, get the trifle out to it. <laughs> the cellar thing cover off and going, we decorated that. But obviously... <laughs> <laughs> the, the vibration. Top, the, well, the top bit is the cream, isn't it? Yeah. So the vibration of the car. Has it all shook down? The, the whole, all the hour like of effort that my kids had done putting the 70 in and just sank into the trap. There was no trace of it whatsoever. Like you'd gone fracking. <laughs> exactly like that. <laughs> nothing <laughs> left. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was great because it was a lovely surprise for people. Everything at the end, the Everything dolly mixture. I don't know. What it should have done is probably, it probably bad. I didn't think at the time, but if I got like a little squeegee or something, just going to cross, it'd probably be like, you know, you sometimes get these like little reels on your face button that show like caking tips, decoration yeah. tips. It's probably, I'd probably have a like, a blend of all the colours from the lettering, it'd probably make it look even better if I'd just Brilliant. scrape that top layer off. Brilliant. But totally gone. What that a story! Anyway, that was me. That's what. What you went after you? What have you? What did you? What have you grown into? I'd say what curry. Curry. I never had curry really until um, God. I'm probably over. I think it was probably thirty before I had a curry. Just because you're a massive racist, or because no more because of the, <laughs> the spice side of it. I wasn't. No, I just thought you like going. I'm not having that foreign muck. No, it just wasn't a thing, really. It's just no, it wasn't. It was uh, we, I think, are... round, by, 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 I mean, you asked me the question, so I'll finish. Uh, but um, <laughs> I think round by ours, growing up, we had you had a chippy and you had yeah. a Chinese. There was no yeah. takeaway Indians, so it wasn't something that we was brought up on. Mm. So it just passed me by. So we never had any interest. If somebody, said, I would always say, I'll have a Chinese first, get some spare ribs. The Indian was never an option. I think I first tried Indian when I went to university. So there you in go. Kent. Yeah, and it was like, oh, should we go for an Indian? And, and then that's that's my first introduction, which is shocking now, isn't it? Well, it just Kids wasn't a big days, thing. Just, these days you've got them, so much choice on that it's street. favourite, my, my, my fussiest eater will eat a curry. Do you know what I mean? There you go. Wow. But I do like a curry now. You, so you, yeah. Yeah. And what's your curry of choice? Like Are you a cream? Are you, Oh, Bolters, you're yeah. not creamy one. You don't like the creamier ones. Like the masala. masala, tikka masala. Don't mind that. Answer. Started off on that. You've got to start, yeah. you know, you've got to start basic, haven't you? Yeah. All right, you've got to get yourself in. Like old yeah. Nando's, innit? You don't yeah. go full hot. Tell you what, I, I, I've grown out of karmas. I mean? Not, I used to like a karma. That was my, always my first choice. But now it, it feels more like a dessert. 
what be, why because of the just it, it's just a lot, little bit I think it's the cook I think it brings back memories again something that God, you have a still lot of flashbacks you don't you yeah, well, trauma very traumatic that's why you're childhood. an alternative comedian I, very traumatic childhood like I said my mum was a domestic science teacher cool. so we were a cook and she used to bring all this stuff back home I've just, have I not discussed this before on a podcast oh you've brought it up yeah. the fact that my, my, my meals were in time in line with the year yeah yeah I'll just start bringing it up again. Brilliant. Episode 40. I think everyone treat. used to, to look do. back at some of the other episodes we've done. Everyone would always have certain things at certain times of the year. You know, you wouldn't have strawberries unless it was like Wimbledon, but now no, these but things I mean, are all year. But Yeah, but not a duck. I mean, in terms of that, your food getting gradually better as the year... As the, and also... Calendars. I bet you had a. I bet you had a normal calendar on your wall, didn't you? We didn't have a calendar Cal- on the wall. Not have a calendar on the wall? Do you know what my calendar on the wall was? What was it? A window. <laughs> and I'd look out and go, oh, look at that. It's autumn. Oh, it's some frost on the window there. That's winter. We never have a calendar. What was it, what a calendar for? We have a calendar and it'd be like cats or... Everyone has a calendar. No. There's still this to this day. No. We have a calendar. You, I didn't have a calendar. Free, you get one free with the milk. I knew the date. Oh, no. you got to have a calendar, mate. you got to have a... Ch- I bet there's not a calendar thing. in this house. You've not got. You still don't have a calendar. What for? Oh, because of pictures. The pictures are lovely in the calendar. Pictures of what? Well, Lancashire. And go where for do Lancashire. You, you go somewhere you like. Where do you I like. pin it up? And you know, say where about, do I put usually it? Usually, October half term, you go away somewhere, right? Maybe for a couple of days or a day trip out. You go up to the Lake District and you're in Ambleside and you go, oh, it's beautiful here, isn't it? Oh, look at that calendar. We'll need one of them next year. Where's well, it going to go? The calendar, go yeah. on kitchen, kitchen wall. Kitchen? Always kitchen, kitchen wall. Or You'd possibly in the hall. Possibly in the hall. You might have two. In the hall? I've got at least two calendars. In the hall? But what I'm saying is my calendar was, was, you can get teacher's calendars for the academic year. So we'd be buying our calendar July. That's when that, so we'd have a different sort of calendar to everyone else. Right. A lot of space in it as well. Five kids, not five kids, three kids, five in the family. It was a lot of space. You need a lot of space in a calendar. But so, I'm, I'm, I, can't I need to look in your house next time I go. I'll tell you, if you want a calendar, you know. I don't a, want a calendar. Yeah, but if you do. I wouldn't. Why have you got one out? No, there's one in a, there's one a, it, there's a calendar shop. Well, it's a stall in Blackpool where I'm doing pantomime from the 2nd of December. Oh, I know to where it is. Of January. In the Hands Hill Centre. There's yeah, I've walked past it when I've been to Ryan's gig. You can have anything. Go on, name us. What's your favourite subject? Well, Probably. Name something that you like. Football. To I'll tell you, no, you no, should. You look, you look at it. Don't say Everton. Wait, but. you should have a calendar. The Steve Roll calendar. And it's only got six months. Because you're alternative. <laughs> <laughs> Let me move on, Steve. Because we've only got 15 minutes left. I watched the best film. Oh, oh yeah. I think I, think I was more I'm surprised. Not, I've like, I've seen it. I've not seen it. I was more surprised because I didn't know the story. Right. And it was a fella called, it's called The Phantom of the Open. And it was about a man from Barrow in 19, was it 1976, Mm. who blagged his way into the British Open. He had never played competition golf. He only taught himself in the year. He chose 1976 to do it. He taught himself in the the year. That was the heat wave. Well, that's what, where? Go well remembered. But he taught himself how to play golf on Barrow Beach and all this. That, and, the, and then he filled the form in. And as he's filling the form in in the film, his wife said, it's asking for handicaps. Does that mean your teeth or your back? <laughs> and he went, yeah, oh, I just took professional. So he's took professional. And then, the, you know, it slipped through the net. All of a sudden, 
he's in the British Open playing, playing in the dressing room with like some Seve Ballesteros. And he's Greg sat Norman. with him. And, but did he get good then? Is that the? I don't want to spoil the film. Well, but. do you know, when it said the score, I think <clears> any <throat> amateur golfer who had his score would have been over the moon right, with okay. that score. Given yeah. the, the pressure he was under, given the cut, because it was at Royal Berkdale as well. Mm. So all things considered, it was an horrendous professional score for the Open. Yeah. What was the worst score ever, actually? Was it, really? Yeah, but he's not a professional golfer. But yeah, yeah. I would have been proud to have that score in that situation because golf is hard, and especially golf at Birkdale, the te- that course has taken no prisoners. That's the thing in it, though. In some respects, you can see how this happens because when you... Golf clubs, I mean, we do comedy, a lot of comedy gigs in golf clubs, and there's a, there's a sort of, like... Not as bad now, but I beckon back in the 70s, they were real snobbery. Oh, no doubt. Huge snobbery. To the point where they wouldn't even thought someone would have, someone lower class or anything would have had the audacity no. to do it. So they wouldn't check. If you said you had that, they'd go, yes, of course. It's, it's like this. But it's, you know what he started doing? He entered three more times after that. <clears throat> he was going in in disguises. He was going in as a, he went in as a Frenchman. <laughs> Yeah, going. Is it generally a true story? Yes. You good. see, I'd seen this film advertised, and it looked to me because I think Mark Rylance is amazing, incredible actor. He's been doing a play in London actually, and my mate Ronnie Leake says it's the best play he's ever seen. It's called Jerusalem. Apparently, he's incredible, and he was a classic Shakespearean actor for a long time, wasn't he? But anyway, I saw that film and I thought, oh, there's the one. There's the bad movie. You know when they are, every now and oh, again no. someone does a bad movie. Michael Caine. I interviewed Michael Caine on stage once. Mentioned I was talking it. about. I have done. And I asked him about his worst movies, and I said, "There's a few movies that people talk about. You know, Jaws three, the three D one, and all yeah. that." He says, "He says, funny enough, Steve, they all coincide with me buying a new house." Right, right, and that's basically is what he's saying. Paint he says, "I dollar. just, I went, I don't know, no, sorry, or a divorce or something like that." Anyway, it basically bought a new house. Uh, it was moving, difficult times in his life, does a rubbish film, just takes the money and get moved Sorted. on to, you know what I mean? But it was a brilliant, it was it was a really, I think it'll end up being one of those slow burners. It'll be a, a slow, I think people which, have forgot the story. People forget Shawshank Redemption was like that. Right, well, here's another interesting fact about yeah. the movie. We didn't realise oh, yeah. when he was practising on the beach, our mutual friend, yeah, Martin you put Pemberton, Facebook, yeah, and he said, stuck, I was stunt, in it. man. He's the guy that gets hit with the golf club on the beach. And I remember him telling me about it. When you said that, I remember him filming it. it I Probably just pre-pandemic, I'm guessing, when they filmed it. Right. Might have been even during it. Because I remember him saying, oh, I've been filming this beach. We might, with, he never knows the name of the actors. Oh, some guy. And, and then eventually you'll see the film and go... Mate, you with Mark Ryland. But he did tell me about that one because he says, so I'm with, doing some filming this week with Mark, Sir Mike Ryland. And he said, I have to get hit. So he said, just improvise being hit with a golf club. And he swore. So and he went, yeah. right, proper, swore his head off at Mark Rylands. And they edited it and told Mark, Martin the reason was, we can't have someone swearing at a sir. He's an actor though, isn't he? Surely right. he's all right. Well, Martin told me that they didn't bring <clears throat> the rubber club to throw, so he had to do a trust throw. So they actually lashed the proper club at him. <laughs> That's why he swore. <laughs> it's a real club. Yeah. 
Well, they forgot to bring the They didn't bring the prop club. So he actually got so hit by a really... the club. They had to do the a, is, is a, trust, a trust throw. It goes at him. And it, obviously, it's a club, isn't it? The job's that. that we, he'd be a good guest. But I'll tell you this, I, We don't normally have guests on this show, but to get Martin in here yeah, and just quiz it, some of the things he's, he's done. He's a stuntman. Yeah. But I've blagged myself onto a job once. I'm sure I, in very early on, it would have been in my comedy career. <coughs> yeah. I got fucked up out the blue from an agent I didn't know. So there right. was, I wasn't going to burn any bridges with this yeah, because if yeah. I never worked for them again, it didn't matter. And it, she offered me a cruise around like um, Turkey and all that sort of stuff. Until he proper got, cruise, proper then. cruise for a week. Not Windermere. Uh, I had to do a forty-five minute show uh, repeated <laughs> a couple of times in one night. <laughs> you just it, all this she's saying. You're just nodding and along. She, with and it, I can do that. I can do that. A forty-five minute show repeated, and then on another night, I had to do a separate thirty. So an hour and fifteen separate thirty-minute show. At best, I was that new at comedy. I had 40 minutes. So I was 35 minutes short, but that's at best. And I didn't, and you've got to think cruise material and a cruise standard, which mm. is a high standard. And I thought, I'd be all right. <clears throat> anyway, I think I went on board with about 55 minutes of material that was bearable. Mm. And I thought, I'll just do some improv and chat to the crowd. <laughs> I've done me. They just sit there, don't they? On a oh, cruise. No one's giving you it. <laughs> no. Yeah. So me fifty-five minutes. I was that nervous doing. We're not thing. giving you the comedy. This has got. I've only been doing comedy about eighteen months, and I oh, <sighs> good money. And I thought it's yeah, a free yeah. holiday, isn't it? Yeah. You know, you speed up, don't you? When there's no laughs. Yeah. I've killed the fifty-five minutes on the first night, so now I'm empty for thirty minutes. Oh, I'm feeling your pain here. So I just, I was, honestly, I was just Did going you, on and this, that, and the other. I was going, what's that, mate? And the second night, what's that? You got a question? What was that? Just open somebody and ask me something. <laughs> it was the, luckily the, the second 30 minutes was on the final night. So I was able to pack my bags and get off. Just, and what did you do in there? Just, just like, is there? Just chat. Just kept. I, I, I won't name the act, but I saw quite a reputable comedian. Struggling on a cruise ship for his, we had to do three half hours, only three half hours, but his third half hours consisted in going on stage with a copy of Coleman Balls. <laughs> Remember oh, that? My word. With the jokes, you know, yeah. with all, but not jokes, but quotes from sports commentators, reading them out. And he did it for half an hour. And people, to be fair, people laughed. You're going, well, we can all go on and read a book. Fair play. Have you ever blagged yourself into it? I blagged my whole career. What? I would not be doing what I do now, right, as yeah. in a comedian. I would almost certainly be a alternative. teacher, alternative comedian, an alternative to laughing. If you want an alternative to laughing, I'm your man. I would almost certainly be a teacher in a high school somewhere teaching history, possibly economics, if it wasn't for an advert in the Manchester Evening News coming up saying they wanted entertainers at Granada Studios tour. Really? Right? So I see this advert and I apply, written application back then, send the letter off. I'd just started a job, actually. I'd been unemployed for like six months because no one wants to, anyone with a degree in economic and social history. No. Even if you can tell them about the theories of labourisation and the labour aristocracy with reference to events in Rochdale between 1840 and 1870. There's not a demand, is what I'm saying, for that Correct. kind of niche <laughs> material. Anyway, I applied and then I got called in for an interview. And we, I started this job at a timber yard. They were going to train me up. They said, you're overqualified for this job, but we'll train you up to be a manager. So I started on the Monday. On the Tuesday, I had to say, I've got a letter, I've got an, uh, an interview tomorrow. 
in Manchester. So I had to take Wednesday off. Right. As a result of that interview, which I'm going to tell you about in a second, and then Andy had been noticing on Thursday and finished on the Saturday. Shortest job I ever had one week. Anyway, when I turned up to the interview, this is my bragging bit. I just learnt to juggle. I could just juggle with three clubs. So they were saying, it says on your, your, um, your application that you can juggle. I said, yeah. And it also says you can tightrope walk. Now, I'd tightrope walk. Tightrope walk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because at the circus skills place, the Skylight Circus where I'd learnt, right, I say circus, it was a room in a school in old, old school in Rochdale, right? That was the circus, right? <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even the hall. School. It wasn't even in the hall. It was in a school. We had to lift the tables and move them to one side. To but one of the apparatus they had was a, was a, it's probably about 10 foot long rope, about a foot off the ground, 18 inches off the ground, taut, obviously. And I'd le been learning, and I, I was quite so good at that, I was quite good at balance, so I thought, so I wasn't lying. I could type but it was walk. eighteen inches high. But in me a getting room. a little bit ahead of myself and in this interview went, "You can type rope what? Yeah, yeah, I can type rope what? What, what could you could you do some here? And I just looked out at this window that we'd been interviewed, and it was if you ever been to Manchester, it's called the Bonded Warehouse. It's lit, written on big letters. It's the old Granada building where all the famous Granada films of programs of years gone by were filmed in. And on the top it says Bonded Warehouse. And I said, I looked and went, Yeah, I could. I could um, tightrope walk from the top of there down to the, 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 where the helicopter was. There was a, a, a disused heli helicopter on the top to try and attract people to the Granada Studios tour. And I said, oh, I, could, I could probably tightrope that for you. And they went, all right, okay. Next thing is, second interview. Went back for the second interview. One of the bigger bosses is in there then. Sitting oh, with me going, my word. Now, you told my colleague the other day you could... I'm too deep now, aren't I? You've, I'm too yeah. deep in to go bailing out going, whoa. So I just thought, I've just got to keep this going until I've got the job, right? I can't confess that I'm not really going to... We'll all laugh about this, is what I thought, yeah. right? So I went... Yeah, yeah, I could tightrope walk, yeah, from top of there, yeah, I was saying to your colleague last time I was here, and 2,000, at least 2,000 people applied for that job, and I got it. There was one job as an entertainer, and the actual job was standing on the door, opening the door for people like that, who had a new ride called the Motion Master, and I was in charge. Now, wow, they said, well, I do a bit of juggling outside, so I did a bit of juggling, and then about three days into the job, so get to the job, and this boss comes over going, you know what you mentioned about the tightrope walking? I'll go, oh, I you'd forgotten about that. I didn't say that. I just went, yeah. They went, w would you be able to do it? I said, let me look into... The weather. No, not the weather. Let me look into the insurance for it. Oh, brilliant. Genius, that, isn't it? Brilliant. They can't cover that. Well, I can't. Exactly. I came back. I said, I can't believe it. I said... I've been looking into the insurance to insure me for that. I said, I normally do just like, you know, your normal... Normal tightrope walking, <laughs> normal being 18 inches off the floor. In a school which room. Which I never divulge in a schoolroom in Rochdale. I said, in actual fact, I said, that, it's two million, can you believe it's two million quid just, <laughs> just to insure me? I picked a figure that I knew them and they went, J -j just stand here and juggle then. Brilliant. Bingo. Brilliant. It's history. I've, this, not, I've never known that. That's never knew that story. your best story. Thank you very much. Do you know what? Yeah. It's coming up to the weekend. I what know. should people be wearing? Well, it's quite obvious. In Wales, Friday, 
We'll start with red, green and yellow accessorised by coordinated bucket hats. This will fade away after lunch and we'll then start to see red, white and blue sweep across England. Subdued clothing further north. You know what I mean. I get you it. know what I mean. All this will fade away by Saturday, but re-emerge next Tuesday in the line in line with World Cup matches. There's a high chance of heavy beer-stained clothing in public football viewing areas too. Hopefully, this will continue for a few weeks, although there's a strong possibility not. Shoe state, welly to wader. Underwear, skimpy to soiled, depending on penalty shootouts. And that's your clothing. And that show. is the podcast. Packed. Beautiful. Packed. Hey, and we've kept the energy up even at this time in the morning. Get in touch, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you're on. We appreciate you listening. <laughs>